be true. Try me, try me, try me, try me, and your love always be true. Oh, I need you. I need you. Hold me, hold me, hold me, hold me. I need you right, yeah, <laughs> by my side. Nigga, I did not know that that was James Brown. I was listening to that shit over and over again. I, I said James Brown, because you know, when you think of James Brown, you think of, I'm black and I'm proud. Ha! Here's it! Here's it! Hit him, Mr. You know, that's what you think when you think of James Brown. You don't think of like the real singing lyrics and shit. <clears throat> yeah, I was listening to that shit. Try me, try me. If you guys want to know what I'm uh, singing, look up James Brown, try me. I know it's not a lot of black people left on planet Earth, nigga. These niggas is dying. <laughs> God damn. Oh my God. It is hard to be symbolically, but I swear to God, there's no one else I'd rather be. It's hard being Simbali, but there's no one else I'd rather be. Try me, try me, try me. I need you right there by my side. Nigga, that nigga was singing, nigga. That nigga was singing to him, man. What the fuck you talking about, nigga? Oh, what's going on, everybody out there? Simbali, TNSP, we're back. I know I said I didn't know if I'd come back. I love this shit. I'm... I'm realizing that I love this shit. I really do. I really do love uh, live streaming, engaging with the people, talking to the people, talking about different topics. I just love this shit. It's fun for me. So you guys got me. I'm here. You got me. You got me. Also, it's going to be a minute till I get my motherfucking money, too. <laughs> That's the yeah, they got thought I was going to have my shit like within a couple months. Nigga, they, it's going to be probably almost another year, nigga, before I see that shit. Now, you can borrow money from your um, attorney. That's something that you can do. You can borrow, but I'm not doing that, nigga. I'm fine. Just cash me my money out. When I get it, I'll get it. But either way, we're here. And I realize that I do love this shit, no matter what. I could get a million dollars. I can get two, three, four, five million dollars. I'd still come here and fuck around and shoot the shit with y'all, man. I just love to do this shit. Um, I had a little incident today. Had a little incident today while I was riding around checking my traps. You know what I'm talking about? Riding around checking my traps. And I Twitter is one of my favorite places to go. I love Twitter. I absolutely love Twitter because everybody seems to be doing what I'm doing. You know, sometimes you feel out of place on Instagram and Facebook. You know, I try to do my little types and I'm like, oh, Facebook is a place for people to kind of be something else, you know, to be something other than what they are. Instagram is that, too. You know, I'll be trying to be real on Instagram and Facebook, and that's not necessarily the place. So I feel sometimes out of out of place. But fucking. um, But fucking. Uh, why isn't it saying that the folks that's there? Why isn't let me see. Maybe maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I just can't see it. No, it normally says zero or whatever. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on today. But anyway, um, yeah. Twitter or Instagram and Facebook, sometimes I'd be out of pocket. I'd be out of pocket and out of place. You know, but on Twitter, everybody just says the sporadic shit that comes in their head. I'd be <laughs> sporadic, wild shit. They just say it. Boop, boop, boop. They just say it. So that's why what I use Twitter for. I use it for the sporadic and wild shit that I like to say. So today I was doing that and I was riding around listening to um, 89.9 KMOJ. And I heard something over the airwaves that made me mad and I took to Twitter. Now, for the sake of um, being respectable and being respectful, since you know me and this person aren't actually enemies, I just kind of, you know, <clears throat> things get revealed, you know, things get revealed. I, I believe that time reveals all. Before you marry, 
the woman that you're thinking about being with, you need a little bit of time. Everything needs a little bit of time and time will reveal all. So although me and this person, we're not beefing, um, I'm just going to keep it respectful and not say their name. But um, <clears throat> I was, I tweeted something that I felt, like I said, I was listening to 89.9, something came across the airwaves, got me uh, in my feelings. So I went to Twitter, bloop, 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 and I tweeted. And this person who I normally thought, I thought we was cool, I thought everything was good. He came back saying, oh, why you sneak dissing me, bro? Why you dissing me? Why you sneak dissing me? I'm like, huh? What? What? Sneak this? Like everything he was saying was sh shaking me up. One, why am I dissing you? My nigga, we cool. What the fuck? Why would I? But then sneak this, sneak this. I don't sneak this anybody. You feel me? I'm I'm direct. I'm direct like motherfucking cable. I'm direct like TV. God damn it. You know what I'm talking about? So I didn't, when I looked at what he, I was like, oh, this? I'm like, my nigga, I'm just, this is just something that I'm feeling. He's like, oh, no, you're, you're talking about me. I'm, you know, me and so-and-so is doing work and I think you're sneak dissing. And it kind of brought to my attention that uh, I was like, damn, I wonder how many other people feel like that. When I say the things that I'm saying, I wonder if they feel like, oh, this nigga's talking to me just because um, some of the ricochet, you know, when you shoot shit, shit ricochets off. And sometimes some of the ricochet or some of sometimes some of the um, particles may fall on a person's shirt. You know what I mean? Like some people that weren't in Japan that did not mean for, for the um, nuclear bomb to get dropped on them still got hit with some particles. It wasn't for you. We weren't trying to blow you up. We would have dropped the bomb on you. But nonetheless, some atomic particles fell on the shirts and some kids got the shit in their hair and came out looking funny, right? And I realized that I do that from time to time. Sometimes when I'm going on my rants and I'm saying shit, people might get in their feelings and think that I'm talking to them or that I'm trying to sneak this them or I'm talking about them on the low and I'm not. I'm really not. Um, I don't pay attention to anybody, especially from Minnesota, unless like we're constantly engaged with no, no, nobody in Minnesota is really connected to me like that, where we're engaged and I watch what you do and you watch what I do. And I try to share what you do. You share what I do. We're, we're kind of on the same team. Nobody in Minnesota really rocks with me like that. Everybody kind of fucks with me from a distance. And so I fuck with people from a distance. Um, but, um, yeah, through the uh, through the course of this, I said something and somebody that I knew kind of got upset. Um, I tried my best to let him know, like, fam, I don't do that. I don't sneak this. And I wasn't talking about you. And if I was talking about you, I would say, yeah, I'm talking about you. So what? Get over it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, nah, I don't do the sneak dissing thing. Like I said, uh, Jay-Z is not my favorite rapper. Uh, my favorite rapper is Tupac. And Tupac wasn't a subliminal disser. He was a direct disser. You know what I mean? So that's how I believe I've always conducted myself like that through my music career um, and through my podcasting career. Uh, I'm a direct, I'm a confrontational person. If I'm talking about you, I'm going to highlight you. I'm going to at you. Or before we bring it to the internet, I'm going to call you and say, man, what the fuck is going on, bro? You know what I mean? So that was just something that I've been, had to be made aware of that I wonder how many people out there are getting in their feelings about the shit that I say when I'm going off, you know, oh, this nigga's talking about me just because you got four baby mamas. No, I'm not necessarily directly talking about you, but you know, yeah, it's, it's meant for people like you. And hopefully you would listen to it and get some, um, some information from it, but no, I'm not directly talking to you. You know, there's a bunch of niggas out here that have multiple baby moms, right? There's a bunch of niggas out here that are too close in partnership with white folks. And you know what I mean? There's a bunch of people out here that are just getting out of prison and want people to bow down and shine their shoes. There's a bunch of people out here that are promoting gang and street ideology to the next generation. Yes, I know people that do that individually, but I'm not talking about them directly. I'm saying it <clears throat> and I'm hoping they know that even though me and you are cool and you do this, I'm still gonna talk about it. Me and you being cool does not absolve the fact that I'm going to speak on this issue because this is an issue, <clears throat> I believe, 
that's affecting us on a larger scale. It's not just you. If it was just you, I wouldn't do it. You know, nigga, my nigga likes to put his Twinkies in the freezer. So you won't catch me on a live stream talking about niggas who put their Twinkies in the freezer are bitch ass niggas. Like, I don't think that's something that the the black communities of America, the black neighborhoods of America, black culture, black people. I don't think that's something that we're all dealing with or that a majority of us are dealing with. Right. It's just your boy. So I would never do nothing like that. But I will come out and say that fucking pedophiles are deserve to have their motherfucking ears chopped off. You know what I'm saying? I will say that. Now, if I got some homies that I don't know what you're doing in your personal life, nigga, you out here playing with kids booty holes. Then, yes, I, I guess I am talking to you, but it wasn't meant for you. So, <clears throat> like I said, with this Internet shit, I'm always learning. And that's a lesson that I just had to come around and be made aware of that. <clears throat> and not just this person, probably multiple people are in their feelings about what I say, thinking that I'm talking directly to them. Well, that nigga's trying to talk to me. No, I'm not. Um, as a matter of fact, you weren't even in my um, brain. You weren't even on my radar when I decided to say it. When I decided to say it, you were not on my radar. You know, so no, I wasn't talking to you. I wasn't even talking about you. But if you get hit with the shrapnel, then, you know, hey. So um, that's what I was going through today and kind of going back and forth and things got revealed. Like I kind of, you know, I always say you're trying not to show me anything, but you're telling me everything. Is that? The, oh, no, you're trying not to tell me anything, but you're showing me everything. And I truly believe that, you know, that's a real real thing that happens throughout life. Sometimes a person will try not to tell you something, but they'll show you everything you need to know. It's on you to recognize it. You have to recognize it like, oh, okay, my nigga, I get it. You know, I get it. And even with the topic that we're going to cover today with Math Hafia, Math Math Hoffa and Kiki Hardbody in the rape case, um, even that, you know, um, I got a I think I got a DM from the same person that I'm talking about um, in the, with the Twitter uh, miscommunication. People are so quick to send me things when they think that I'm wrong. Like they won't come fuck with me in my live. They peek and spy on me through my stories. They do certain things, but only when they think I'm wrong will they make themselves known and vocal and, and, and come and, and, and come. They won't never come directly and say, hey, man. That was a funny-ass episode you did, my nigga. Yeah, that episode, man, that was a good point you did, man. That was some real shit you said. They won't do that. They'll wait in the back until they feel like I've done something or said something wrong, then make themselves known. And that's just something that I'm noticing. A lot of people do that with me. They'll sit and I'll be like, damn, I think y'all... I start to believe that they're not even paying attention to me until I say something very, very crazy and I say something wild and they, ah, you're wrong about that, Simba. Here I am. Oh, nigga, damn, I didn't even... I ain't heard from you in about a month. You know what I'm saying? It's been about 30 days since I heard from you. You know what I'm saying? What's up? So, but um, all is good. There's not no real problems. Like I said, it just, things just become revealed. Things, I'm made aware of certain things. And once I'm made aware of them, then, you know, it's on me to make sure that I put that person in the proper space, right? Don't think that me and you are friends and we're rocking if it's coming to the forefront that, you are having um, personal feelings about what it is that I'm saying, you know, like I like I can't have per like I said, I don't watch people in Minnesota. I don't watch live on Lake Street. I don't watch anybody because for me to watch them would make me want to engage. And, and well, actually, I would have to care in order for me to watch your content would make me would mean that I care about you. And that doesn't mean like we're best of friends. It just means that you're on my radar. You know, and in order for me to have that kind of relationship with anybody from Minnesota, it would have to be mutual, meaning you share my shit. I share your shit. We're kind of in this this um, ecosystem where we're kind of trying to do this together. If I feel like, fam, we're not really doing this together. You know, you got a separate lane. You got a separate outlet and lane. And I got my own thing that I'm doing over here. Then I'll totally just pull you off my radar. You know what I mean? I don't even watch and care what it is that you're doing. I have no idea what it is that you're doing. 
So that's why I say there's no reason or way for me to sneak this because I'm not even watching what you're doing. So if I happen to say something that kind of lines up with you doing that same thing that I'm talking about, it's merely coincidence. That's why it won't happen all the time. It won't happen every time I do something or I come out with a sneaker line. Fuck that sneaker. No, fam. Sometimes once in a while I might say something and fam, it might just align with what it is that you got going on once in a while. But um, with all due respect and to keep it 100 percent, like I said, I'm not really keeping track of anybody from Minnesota. I don't know what people in Minnesota are doing. This is not a state like that. I have to look. I have to outsource to find out what's going on in Texas and New York and Chicago and California and Louisiana, the big states, because Minnesota is just a boring state. It's just not really too many live wire niggas here with their own free thinking opinion. Everybody's kind of huddled around the, the safe fire, which is hip hop. Everybody's warming their hands around rap and hip hop. And I just believe that black people have more things that they want to talk about, but they're not. They're scared. They don't want to talk about the Jews. They don't want to talk about different subjects. So they stay safe with the rap shit. Now, for me, I'm not truly a big fan of rap. I'm not. I don't really care for it. You know, I listen to it like white people listen to rap. It's a form of entertainment. If I do listen to rap, it's probably rap that comes from my era. Once in a while, I'll fuck around with the new, you know, the new people out there dropping shit. But rap is just not something that I'm ultra in love with and ultra concerned with and hope that my podcast becomes the next rap thing. I don't. I don't like rappers. I don't like the people that fund rappers. I don't like the message that rappers rap about. I don't like the direction rap is going. So hip hop and rap is not that big of a deal for me. It's not on my radar like that. Sometimes it does come across the airwaves and I'll speak about something. And then after that, I'm on a plethora of different things. And I'm just happen to be a strong believer that black people are the same way. There's no way hip hop can consume our, our whole life. Like we don't care about politics. We don't care about different aspects, history. We don't care about current events. We don't care about what's going on in the world. Just the next rap shit. And okay. So no. And me being from Minnesota and having the own one of the only Minnesota platforms that does cover something other than hip hop, um, I really don't feel the need to keep tabs on what people are doing. People like, man, you know, I did this. I was doing. How would I know that? That means I'd have to be watching you. That means I'd have to care about what you're doing, rap. And no, fam, you don't care about what I'm doing. I don't care about what you're doing. Now, that doesn't mean that we're beefing. Don't have to necessarily be beefing, but bro, we, you know, like I said, we made it clear that I'm not your necessarily your cup of tea. And because I'm not your cup of tea, you are not my cup of tea. That's what it is. So now I'm moving in this direction. So that's all something I just wanted to share before we get into the main topic that I am aware that people have been probably getting in their feelings about certain things that I say. Um, on the internet, some of the opinions and positions that I take on certain things, like Brandon Miller with the gun. I know it's a lot of black people that were mad when I said he's your big stupid nigga. John Morant with his gun <laughs> in the strip club. I know black people, man, you shouldn't, man, he's just a young street man. Okay, right, listen, man, that's your position. You want to placate? You want to be the nigga that waits around till something bad happens? And then you say, man, somebody should have said something. I'm the nigga that's going to say something. Like it or not, get mad, scratch your ass, get glad. But I'm going to say something. So, but again, like I said, I'm just learning that, yeah, oh, I wonder how many other people are mad and getting in their feelings over a post that I might have said where they thought I was talking to them and I wasn't. I actually had seen something or I witnessed something or went through something or something came across my radar that caused me to say um, something that may be controversial and they got hit with a little bit of friendly fire. You know what I'm saying? When you do friendly fire, when you know friendly fire in the military, they're not trying to hit their own soldiers. They're trying to accomplish a mission, a larger goal at hand. And sometimes our own soldiers got to go. You know, it's order for us to take the whole fucking island out. Now, we didn't send out to kill our own soldiers. We weren't saying, hey, I want to kill Private Williams. No, man, that wasn't it. We just dropped a nuclear bomb. And fucking Private Williams got hit. We put down, what do they call it? Or what do they call it? Uh, 
a rain of terror from heaven or some shit. You know, when they just shoot everything, they shoot every gun, every missile in a direction. They weren't trying to get Private Anderson. It just so happened Private Anderson got killed. But we did accomplish the mission, which is taking over the island. You know, so. And that's what I see what it is that I do. Sometimes I just release hell from on high. And certain people that I might be close with, certain people that I might have rocked with, I might have went on their show, we might be cool, we might be family, we might be friends. They get hit with the shrapnel and then they start thinking, now I got two type of niggas. Some niggas know better. Some niggas be like, oh, nigga, <laughs> that nigga, that's just a little bit of shrapnel. Simba's shooting off that missile. Simba's out there on the Tommy gun. Simba's up there on the fucking, you know what I mean? The big, the big joint. They know I'm not aiming for them. Some people get hit with the shrapnel and be like, nigga, why are you doing that, nigga? And it's like, my nigga, I'm on a big mission. And you're standing a little bit too close to the people that I'm shooting at. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't necessarily shoot you, but you might get some blood on your jacket, my nigga. Nigga, I just bought this jacket, nigga. Hey, my nigga, you standing pretty close to the people I'm trying to get rid of. You know what I mean? The issues that are confronting my people, I'm trying to disseminate, eradicate, and destroy those. Sometimes if you're standing too close to those issues, you might get some blood on your jacket, nigga. If you a nigga out here with six baby mamas, you're not taking care of them, you're living at home with your mom, you, you high on drugs, and I start talking when I talk in my rants, you might get some shit on your jacket, nigga. But you got, I think it would be on you to look at like, damn, why am I standing so close to this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Why am I... This is because I'm over here in this lane. If I didn't have multiple baby moms, if I was at home with my children, if I was in their life, if I was living a constructive lifestyle, then I wouldn't even feel like he's talking to me. Can't be talking to me. I take care of my kids. You know what I mean? I gotta, I'm not contributing gang ideologies. I'm not high off drugs and I'm not living with my mom. So when you start saying these things in your rant, in your rant Simba, it doesn't affect me at all. None of them has anything to do with me. Some people are still in that bracket and they should know if they know me and Simba's cool and I ain't never done nothing to him. He's not directly talking to me. But the fact that it's bothering me, maybe that should make me look, damn, maybe I knew, need to do a little bit better. Maybe what the nigga's saying is right. That's all. That's all. That's it. Try me. All right, y'all. Let's get into this. Get into these topics. Let's get into these topics. Matthew Hoffa. Who the hell? Left the gate open. Then Math Hoffa raped Kiki Hardbody. Who in the hell left the gate open? Now, I'm aware, of course, that this um, situation comes, is about two years old. It's about two years old. The reason why I'm talking about it is because he just went on his diatribe trying to get us to cancel Charleston White because what Charleston White said on the internet and I was trying to make it very clear there's a difference between saying something on the internet and having a history or accusations of that such behavior. Now, I was talking about Charleston White. I was saying the nigga don't, he don't rape bitches in real life. He's not out here raping kids in real life. He's just saying the shit on the internet to troll you. Then it comes out, oh, my nigga, you actually have a rape accusation on your fucking coat, you know, on your jacket. Nigga, you got smut on your jacket, my nigga. False. True, don't know. But my nigga, you've been accused of this. You know what I mean? So, what, bro, maybe you should just shut the fuck up is what my point was to Matthew Hoffa. Matthew, maybe you should just shut the fuck up and just ignore Charleston White. Man, I'm not going to get pulled into that shit. I know I got smut on my jacket. You know what I mean? Guilty, not guilty, whatever. But as I was listening to this young woman's... um video when she was talking about it and i'm gonna pull it up here for the people in the chat room um a few things kind of came to clarity we're gonna go through this and let's let's go ahead and go through this together you guys we'll do this together but yeah a few things kind of came to mind you know I'm, I'm i'm a real no matter now all that shit that i said about matthew hoffa if something other than that comes up, I'm not going to, oh, I'm not going to talk about that because it make no, fam. I'm not out here to try to destroy Matthew Hoffa. I'm just speaking what I really feel about the Matthew Hoffa, Charleston White situation, right? So now let's watch this with, with me for a second. To heal my spirit, 
to do all these different things. While, meanwhile, this person just 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 walking, just 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 out here, just just living life. Father's Day coming up. You you think I want to be around my dad like this? And I'm a daddy's girl. Why he gonna be out there enjoying his Father's Day with his children? Like nothing ever happened. Like he ain't never did nothing. And that's the messed up part about it. Like certain holidays, certain things come around. I gotta deal with this. There's only but so much other people could really do because at the end of the day, I'm I'm here by myself. I gotta go through this. Yeah, some people might say, "Is it oh, it's another cross you gotta carry." That's you know, it's life. You got all that spiritual shit could go out the window sometimes. I'm telling y'all, and y'all know I'm one of the most spiritual people, humble. All right. Now, as I'm watching this, and you guys can watch it on your own. I'm not going to watch the whole video. You guys can watch it about You can put Matthew or <laughs> you can put Math Hoffa in accused of rape. But one of the things that came across, you know, <laughs> got my antennas. You know what I'm talking about? Where was your antennas when them niggas was stealing out the store? One of the things that came across my antennas is her sniffles. Her sniffles seem a little bit forced. Sometimes she does the like she's forcing it. Um, the tears don't necessarily seem genuine. Um, it's been two years later. She's back on the internet. Um, having fun. And <clears throat> to be honest, after I watched the full interview with her, me personally, I felt like she was lying. You know, I felt like she was lying. Um, that doesn't mean she is lying. I'm saying that that's what I felt. And I'll tell you exactly why. Um, the fake sniffles, you know, the sniffles seemed forced, like she was doing them on cue. You know, um, the tears didn't necessarily seem genuine. They seemed like she was kind of acting. Um, she really didn't talk about what happened and the situation in depth. She was all over the place talking about the world is messed up and she's a daddy's girl. And, you know, she didn't really go into this is what happened. So we went out this night. We came back to the crib, this, this and this and this. She didn't really go into and not, and not saying that she has. So I'm just saying these are the things that raised the red flag when I was listening to her. Um, then she gave out her cash app. She said, if you want to contact her, do it on social media. Mm, these are just red flags to me. Like, are you lying on this nigga trying to make a make your fame off lying to this nigga? You know, lying on this nigga. So, you know, and, and I know Charleston White is having a field day with this shit. Charleston White is <laughs> Charleston White's having a field day with this shit because you shouldn't have went tugging on Superman's cape, nigga. Fuck you fucking with me for and you got smut on your jacket, right? I think that's more what Charleston White's real mission is. I don't even think Charleston truly after he because if I'm watching this and I'm coming to this conclusion, Charleston's a pretty smart person. He has to be watching the same thing in his own soul. Now, when he's watching it on live, he's going to go ahead and sell, you know, he's going to sell all the Kool-Aid. But in his soul, he has to know, wait a minute, something ain't right here. Then you go on her Instagram and she's back popping and laughing and nothing else was really heard about this. No ch no charges were pressed. Um, no charges were filed. So it just makes me think that this is not true. Personally, I'm not saying that it's, she didn't get raped. I'm saying me watching her footage and seeing where she is at today, it just doesn't seem like, like it's real. So I can't call Matthew Hoffa a rapist because to me, it doesn't seem like she's genuine. She's authentic. Um, one thing that did bother me, though, was I was watching Hassan Campbell. He was talking about the situation and he came out and said um, he doesn't believe her because she didn't uh, file charges. And I was saying, that's a good point, Hassan. 
But you, I don't know if you can say that because you were molested by Africa Bambata and you didn't file any charges. You didn't press charges against Africa Bambata, right? So um, I don't think that you can say that, Hassan Campbell, but it's a good point that you're bringing up that where are the charges, you know? Where 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 is the where where are the continuation from two years ago? This happened two years ago. Why are we now you on Instagram taking trips and you smiling and you making sexy poses and you back on your dean? So, like I said, it just it just doesn't seem authentic. It doesn't seem genuine. So I can't get on my platform and say Math Hoffa um, is a rapist. Um, like I said, I can't say that he isn't. I can say that I feel like this woman isn't being genuine. I feel there was a lot of acting going on. Like, I was all red flags when Megan Thee Stallion did that interview on Gail King about Tory Lanez with the fake crying. And I'm like, come on, man. Human beings, we when we get emotional, the, a human being crying seriously will pull the tears out of another human being. Right. When a human being genuinely starts crying about something and genuinely starts feeling an emotion, we'll draw that emotion out of other people. So for me to be able to sit and watch a Megan Thee Stallion whole fucking interview and not bust a tear and look around, man, this bitch is acting. I kind of had those same feelings when I was watching Kiki. Do you love me? Are you riding? Though you'll never ever need the I mean. I was having the same feelings watching old Kiki, like, uh, is she acting? Is this her sh chance to try to get fame? And she probably has got it. She's probably went up a lot of, you know, followers on Instagram. And because it's not, people aren't in search of the truth. People just want to see a car wreck, you know? So just like with Hassan Campbell, Hassan's, a lot of his fan base comes from the fact that he, you know, said that Africa Bambada was child molesting him. They don't necessarily care about Hassan Campbell. They just want to stick around for the car wreck now. So, But that's my feelings on that. Um, I don't want to dismiss the young woman, but me being me, I honestly just don't feel um, like it's genuine. Where is everybody at? Though you'll never ever leave from beside me because I want you. And I need ya. Yeah, Charleston White's having a blast with this shit, nigga. That nigga Chucky White, nigga. Chucky White? Oh, man, Chucky White, nigga. That nigga's all over it. And like I said, I think his his mission is, nigga, why would you say something about me, nigga, and you got this shit hanging over your head? You know what I mean? Like, leave me the fuck alone. You out here trying to convince the world that I'm a pedophile, nigga. You've been accused of this shit, nigga. I think that's what Chuck... Chucky White is saying too, like nigga, I've been all around kids, I've been around um single mothers, traumatized mothers. I don't have one allegation of a child or a woman saying I tried to fuck or try to do anything sexual. Here it is, you got one. You know what I'm saying? You got one on your jacket, nigga. So how are you gonna try to convince the world that I'm a pedophile when I don't even have it nowhere in my history? But when we look down your uh, browser history, your recent browser search, nigga. Up, oh, rape. Rape. <laughs> so I think that's what Chucky White is having fun with. But no, I don't believe, I don't believe this young lady. Um, and somebody told me, oh man, it already came out that she was lying. Okay, that's fine. You know, did she say that? Why, where's the video of that at? Somebody needs to hurry up and send that to Chucky White before he goes too far down this rabbit hole. If there's an actual video of her saying, I lied on Matthew Hoffa. He didn't rape me. I lied. I made this shit up. I was just trying to get attention. That video needs to be out because that video we just watched is out. So there's another video where she's, you know, saying she lied. Somebody needs to fucking hurry up and send it to, don't send it to me. Send it to Charlie White, man, before he goes too far down this rabbit hole, nigga. <laughs> He talking about getting her interviews and shit, bringing her on academics. Whoa, 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 whoa. She said she was lying. Ah, that's all. That's all. What else is happening in the world? What else is happening in the world? Lamar Jackson versus the NFL. 
Yes. What did they guarantee him? Like 33 million? They guaranteed the nigga 33 million and now he's a free agent. Hey, hey, Vikings. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Minnesota Vikings. Hey, hey. We will gladly. I'm telling you right now. I am in charge of all dealings with Minnesota Vikings. Baltimore. Hey, Baltimore. Baltimore. We will gladly give you Kirk Cousins and two first-round picks for Lamar Jackson. Can you imagine, nigga, if the Vikings had Lamar Jackson at QB? Nigga, Jefferson at the wide receiver? Nigga, Thielen? Nigga, and, the, and our running back? I can't. I don't know why I can't think of our running back's name, nigga. That nigga didn't. What's our, come on, what's our running back's name? Nigga, you guys know. This is why I hate not having my chat people. They would quickly say the nigga's name. I can't not say the nigga's name. We found out who it is. Uh, Minnesota Vikings Rainbacks. Dalvin Cook, nigga, that's what I'm talking about. Nigga, can you imagine? Can you imagine Minnesota Vikings, Lamar Jackson at the quarterback, Dalvin Cook at the running back, running the option, ooh, ooh, ooh. and then Jefferson at wideout and Thielen? Nigga, please, that's Super Bowl, nigga. You in trouble. You is in trouble. So, yes, we would gladly, and we'll give you some fucking guarantee. We can, how much can we guarantee him? Can we get up to 180? That nigga should get like 180 million guaranteed. They said they offered him 133 million. Nah, nigga, we coming with 108. Can we get it up to 200? Fuck it, give him 200. 200 and, nigga, fuck you talking about, nigga. Let's go. Shit, I want to get Kirk Cousins the fuck out of here, man. God damn, I want I wanted to trade Kirk Cousins for Aaron Rodgers, nigga. I'm gonna keep it a bean in a buck. I don't give a fuck. I was willing to trade Kirk Cousins for Aaron Rodgers, nigga, straight up and down, nigga. Just like we did the Brett Favre deal. Get him here, nigga. I I cannot stand Kirk. I don't hate him. It's, it's a strong word, but I cannot stand Kirk Cousins. I dislike him a great deal, you know. In this new day and age, nigga, if your quarterback can't scamper and run for a quick 10-yard, 11-yard, 15-yard gain, nigga, you don't need him. All that drop back and sit in the pass in the pocket, that shit's over, man. These young niggas is flying left and right. NFL, niggas flying left and right. Fuck you talking about, man. But there, it does feel like it's a little bit of collusion going on, though, with the NFL, doesn't it? I mean, can you imagine? I mean, Lamar Jackson is available people how many who all has let me look at y'all <laughs> who don't want lamar jackson now, i know there's some that got a bad bad quarterbacks cincinnati buffalo you know uh philadelphia uh kc um i'm sure cleveland browns is fine now but there's some teams like really miami you don't want them you want tonga tie of alua really arizona you don't want them Nigga, you want fucking who's who's Jacksonville got at the quarterback? Nigga, Jacksonville Jaguars. You guys don't want to get in this business, huh? I'm just asking. Who's the Tennessee Titans? Who got who's your quarterback? You guys just you sure you want to stick with him, huh? Right? I'm just asking questions that need to be asked, guys. I'm just asking. San Francisco, you cool with your quarterback? You good? Chicago Bears? Nah. Eh. The light-skinned nigga, what's his name? Justin something. Justin Fields, is that his name? Justin Fields, he's all right. But nigga, he ain't Lamar Jackson, nigga. Everybody just sitting there like, no, we don't want him. We don't want nothing to do with Lamar Jackson. Are you fucking crazy? Baltimore got on that phone. Yeah, Baltimore got on the phone. They said, hello. Yeah, y'all better not offer nothing for fucking Lamar Jackson. You see what the NBA is going through, Kyrie Irving. These, these players are starting to run the asylum. We don't want that over here in the NFL, all right? You see in the NBA, Kyrie wants to leave. He just gets to get up and leave. Kevin Durant wants to leave. He just gets to get up and leave. James Harden wants to leave. He just gets to get up and leave. LeBron James wants to go to Cali. He goes to Cali. He says he wants his son drafted to the Lakers. The inmates are running the asylum in the NBA. You better not let this nigga Lamar Jackson, nigga, don't do it, or we're going to have the niggas doing it here. Goodbye. So now all the good old boy NFL, NFL is really good old boy. NBA still has some racism shit to it, but the NFL is oh them is them is uh plantation owners. 
Yeah, them is a direct descendants of plantation owners. Everybody that owns the NFL team at once, their grandfather or great-grandfather had nigga slaves. You see Jerry Jones, nigga. You see what side Jerry Jones, nigga. <laughs> Jerry Jones was on the wrong side of history, nigga. But that's all the NFL owners, nigga. They all have a great-grandfather or a grandfather that had nigga slaves that was making mint julep, picking cotton and sugar cane, nigga. So they really have that shit. I don't give a fuck. I'll lose before I let a nigger get a chance at having this a say at his own fate, nigga. <laughs> NFL, baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we'll take them. Minnesota Vikings, I swear to God, we better get in the fucking mix. We better get in the fucking mix. How's our Timberwolves doing, by the way? We were in the sixth seed, then we just got our ass kicked by fucking the 76ers. Joel and B scored 39 points on us, man. Did that knock us down to seven? Are we in eighth seat now? Fuck, it's hard to be a Minnesota fan, man. We never just get to kick ass. Fucking Carl Anthony Towns, big soft nigga. This nigga's always out with a hangnail. Why, I, Dad, why is Carl Anthony Towns on the bench? Oh, he has a hangnail. Nigga, I thought he was in with Sasquatch. I thought the nigga was Sasquatch beef jerky tough. Why the fuck is he always on the sideline, nigga? Damn. Don't make niggas like they used to, man. Huh. Anywho, what else is popping off in the world? Is John Jones the pound for pound great? Of course he fucking is. Who was that? Who was this nigga that said that he wasn't? Is that Abdul Aziz? Yeah, that's Abdul Aziz. You know, uh, Khabib's manager, the nigga who manages Kamaru Uzman, who managed Khabib and Omega Marinov. I think he manages Islam Maklachev. This fucking agent, how the fuck did he get so far in the UFC? Dana. How did this nigga get so far? This nigga used to be an Egyptian terrorist, nigga. Yeah, Abdul Aziz, the ball-headed nigga that looks like fucking a Ferengi off Star Trek. <laughs> this nigga used to be a fucking Egyptian terrorist. This nigga got caught smuggling Fidel Castro in and out of jail. This nigga dug tunnels for El Chapo. Nigga, this nigga was his first brothers. Nigga, this nigga's brothers with Osama bin Laden. Yeah, man, this nigga got ties to fucking... Al Jazeera and all the terrorist organizations we used to fight. Remember the terrorist organizations? Hezbollah? This nigga got ties to every fucking wicked organization on planet Earth, nigga. The triads, nigga, KGB. And this nigga still gets to manage UFC fighters, nigga. But yeah, this silly nigga came out and said, John Jones is not the pound for pound great. Islam Maklachev is. I don't give a fuck what that list says. You hear me, Abdul Aziz? Can you hear me, Abdul Aziz? I don't give a fuck what that pound for pound list says nigga john jones is the pound for pound goat what other weight classes has islam maklachev dominated or won championships in i'll wait what other weight classes has islam maklachev dominated and won championships in none He's fought at lightweight, and that's where he fights and stays, nigga. He ain't never jumped up and fought no welterweight, nigga, to show, nigga, I can do this shit. Khabib didn't either. So that's why they can't be pound for pound. I like Alexander Volkanovsky. Alexander Volkanovsky is a bad motherfucker, but he lost. If John Jones would have not choked out Cyril Gaon, then I would say, yeah, Alexander Crocodile Dundee Volkanovsky. Yeah, he's the pound for pound. You got to jump up and test yourself, nigga. If you're not jumping up in weight classes and testing yourself, then you ain't pound for pound. Your skills don't translate. You need IVs. You need to cut almost 50 to 60 pounds. You know what I'm talking about? You need certain things in order for you to win. You can't just bring that style anywhere, nigga, like a defense. You know, they say NFL defense is travel. It don't matter. If you got a defense, nigga, home, away, nigga, in England, nigga, don't matter where we go, our defense is going to stop these niggas. That's not your style, Islam Maklachev. You can't jump up to welterweight and make it pop. You can't do that. And until you do do it, you ain't no fucking pound for pound. John Jones. Why does John Jones not get the love? Because he's black. Because he's a Negro American. And that's the history of us. Everything we do, we got to be twice as good as everybody else. If John Jones' name was Hamashkili Achacha, that nigga's name was Mechachanimishmechachanicha. And he had the exact same record. Everybody would be calling him the fucking goat. Undisputed, hands down. Some Russian nigga with a fuzzy Q-tip on his head. John Jones's record, nigga, everybody be calling him the great. But because he's a Negro, 
we got to do things three, four times better than everybody. I hate that shit. I, that shit bothers me. And I hate even saying it. I usually don't believe that shit. But then John Jones comes around and you just see, why do y'all do John like this, nigga? So the nigga dominated light heavyweight, jumped up the heavyweight, strangled the nigga in the first minute and 16 seconds. And you guys just act like, oh, he, he was scared of John. Man, please. John is fucking great. He's fucking great. That's why the African with Angana was the super fight. Because if John Jones can beat him, that'll shut everybody up. Everybody thinks that that African can beat John. They think that he's going to punch John and knock John out. And they actually want to see that. But, man, it's, it ain't easy being John Johnny Bones Jones, man. It really ain't, man. It's not easy being a Negro when you're great at anything. If you're not liked, if you're liked and they know that you're not going to fucking cause a revolution, then they love you. Michael Jordan, all he has to do is win six rings. Bill Russell had to win 11. <laughs> Bill Russell had to win 11 rings in order for people to say, oh, maybe he's OK. nigga." But Mike, because he was part of the corporation, they knew that big black ball headed nigga. He said Republicans buy sneakers, too. Oh, he's on the right side. All he has to win is six. Nigga. They're just now coming around with LeBron James because they thought LeBron James was going to be a revolutionary. That's why they were like, you're never going to rush Michael Jordan. Now that they see, oh, this nigga's part of <laughs> This nigga cares about money, money. He, he talks that black power shit, but that nigga don't really give a fuck about black folks like that, nigga. He's doing that shit for image. <laughs> it's all a part of an image. He wants the image that, oh, I care about my people. He don't really care about his people, nigga, and he shouldn't. Ain't nothing wrong with that, nigga. Get your money, my nigga. Yeah. But that's why people are kind of letting LeBron slide up into like, oh, it's Michael Jordan, then him. Because for so many years, they was putting Kobe over him, Tim Duncan over him. They was putting Wilt Chamberlain over him, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar over him. Now people are finally saying it's Michael Jordan, then LeBron. I'm telling you, it ain't easy being a nigga, man. It ain't easy being greasy. All right, you guys, I showed up. I did my obligation. I came. I talked to you guys. And um, I appreciate you guys stopping and hanging with the TNSP, the North Star podcast. Like I said, it's official. I'll be back. I love this shit. I love talking to the people. This is something I just love to do. So as much as I tried to run away, they pulled me back in. They pulled me back in. I love talking to you guys. Make sure you guys make yourselves known in the comments section. Though. I got a lot of replay warriors. A lot of people be like, I watched the replay. I can't. Damn, what is seven o'clock a bad time? Do I got to change the time. Do I got to start coming midday? I think I'm going to start coming midday on you niggas. I just got so much shit that I do during the day, but I'm going to have to start coming going live at like 12 o'clock lunch, one o'clock. My seven, maybe it's my seven o'clock hour that I just miss people. Maybe they're all cooking dinner and lying to their bitch. <laughs> all niggas is lying to their bitch, secretly talking to the side bitch. I don't know. Seven o'clock might just not be the best time for to get engagement. But I get a lot of replays. People be like, man, I, I, ch I checked it out. I watched it, you know, later on that night or I watched it the next day. You know what I mean? It's all love. I give it doesn't matter. Um, I just think it's more fun when I have engagement, but I can do this shit either way. And that's another thing that um not to you know go back to the original story, but I've been saying that I'm the best person. That was one of the things that was in the tweet that you know raised the hair um of the person I was talking about. That I say I'm the best at live streaming, I'm the only Minnesota personality and media hosts that can do it like this. Click the button, click that motherfucking red button that says record and go live and just be the same person without editing, without stop, uh, let's start over again. Um, nah, I don't need none of that shit, fam. On cue, I'm the best live streamer in the fucking game. I believe that, I believe I'm the best live streamer in the fucking Minnesota. Axe a bad motherfucker, he can do it live. Charleston White's a bad motherfucker, he can do it live. Hassan Campbell, he can do it live. Um, you got a few people that can go live and just be that person. But in Minnesota, I'm the top, I'm the best. And if there was another person that was as good as me at doing it, I would probably be watching them and I would say their name, like, oh no, fam's good because I sit and watch somebody be entertaining, can click and go to different subjects and bam, hop right in Poketo. That's my Spanish word for pocket. <laughs> Poqueto. <laughs> yeah, I can jump right in pocket on all different types of subjects. I can be funny. I can be humorous. I can be serious. I can be witty. That's a talent. That's a gift. That's my talent. That's my gift. 
So when you hear me saying I'm the best live streamer, can't nobody live stream like me. You niggas can't click the red button and go live. That's just me highlighting my gifts. You know, when Drake says I'm the best rapper, right? When Drake gets on a, a record with Future and in the first verse he says, I'm the best, all you niggas are my sons, every other rapper is under me. Well, he's on a song with Future. You think Future is like, oh man, I don't want to rap with you, Drake, because you said you're the best and I'm a rapper. So obviously you're talking to me, right? Right, Drake? You just on your verse, you said you're the best rapper in the game and every other rapper is your son. I'm not your son. Man, Future's like, say that shit, Drake. You're supposed to feel like that. Then Future gets on and starts saying, everybody's my clones. And nigga, we supposed to feel like we're the best. I don't think you should have false thoughts or thoughts of, you know, the wrong thoughts of grandeur. You know, I don't think you should have, don't be delusional. Don't not be able to live stream and talk about, I'm the best live streamer and you can't do it. No, but if you are good at it, nigga, if you're good at something, say I'm the fucking best, nigga. I'm the best at what it is that I do. Okay, Simba, you're the best live streamer. I'm the best fucking nigga that talks about hip-hop. I'm the best host, nigga. I know this fucking hip-hop shit like nobody else, nigga. My nigga, talk your shit. If it's something that you actually do and something I can be like, yeah, nigga, hey, you one of them niggas. If you're one of them, then nigga, why not the number one? <laughs> if somebody can look at you and say, yeah, fam, you one of the best live streamers. As far as live streaming, yeah, you one of the best. Okay, well, then I say I'm the best. And I'm going to keep saying it and keep putting in the work until you say I'm the best. That's what drives me is for people to say, yeah, man, shit, live streaming here in Minnesota, Simba Ali, fam. We can talk about a lot of things. You want to talk about who has the most guests that can be live on Lake Street. You want to talk about um, who does the best battle rap and talks about battle rapping and shit the best. That can be Say No More podcast. You want to talk about um, Black Tech. That's my nigga DP. You know what I'm saying? In the Bagland podcast. You know, give niggas their credits for what they do. But when you're talking about a live streamer, a nigga that can go live and be engaging and funny and witty, charismatic, talk about a plethora of different topic, topics on cue, no editing necessary, no additives, no preservatives. Nigga, give it to Simba Ali, nigga, or who else? <laughs> Say his name so I can start. Hey, man, maybe I need to watch that nigga. Who else can go live? You feel me? So, yeah, don't get so much in your feelings, you guys, when you hear me say I'm the number one podcaster, I'm the best. That's what you're supposed to say. Just like when Drake gets on a song with 21 or Future or whoever, and they say they're the best at what it is. The other rappers don't not fuck with them because they said that, nigga. They'll get right on the song with them, nigga. You're supposed to feel like that. People just have a problem with me saying it. That lets me know that I'm close to being the number one live streamer, or I already am. Uh, this was fun, y'all. Simbali. I will see y'all tomorrow again at the God Hour, 7 o'clock. Make sure you share this with your friends, your stepdaddy, your side bitch, your main bitch, your mama, your uncle, your next door neighbor. Share this shit. Let's run these numbers up. I'll let y'all later.